0: Thanks very much for tuning into this week's episode of Huddles and Stouts, where we preview week one, the NFL regular season. It's been a long off season, and thankfully, now it's back as of Thursday evening, um, early hours of Friday morning. But without much further ado, delighted to be joined
1: by Rocky Sasquatch. Hello, we are here in the promised land, we've made it. Yeah. It's taken, it's taken it,
0: it, it a while anyway. It's a long um, off season. Yeah. So I suppose, look, we're, we're obviously kicking off at week one previews. It may be a little bit undried, a little bit untested. It will regardless get better as the season progresses. It's probably going to be the longest preview show we, we do because from next week on we'll have previews and reviews. So a lot to get through. Um... A lot of stuff in depth, but I suppose why don't we
1: why don't we start with the week stacks and and that's Thursday night football. Yeah, Buffalo and at Rams. Well, where do you want to start? Who do you think who do you think takes this? <clears throat> <sighs>
0: um, I'm divided. Um, you kind of are like, is there going to be an element of a Super Bowl hang like hangover? What's Matt Stafford's Elbow situation and nothing touched on countless times that it, it is an issue. It's not an issue. It is an issue. It's not an issue. All off season, it's it's in Los Angeles as well, which I was a good start. It's, it's one of the tougher opening nights for a Super Bowl champion I've seen. I can remember in the last few seasons. Anyway, yeah, I think I think so.
1: Yeah, the books had um, Dallas the year before, but uh, yeah, this is a tough one. think yeah if i was
0: if i was gonna like predict the winner i mean i'd be going rams but i wouldn't be going i'd be going within the touch then. like i mean maybe three four point win
1: yeah um, i um i had a look at the books odds and i'll probably chime in here and there with some of them they have buffalo as a, a two and a half point, so nearly a three point favorite so that's buffalo away that they have as, as a three point favorite which is I would have had it closer. Maybe um Matthew Stafford the Stafford injury factors into that. Um
0: Yeah. Um it's obviously and the last time we seen the LA Rams, they did have Von Miller. Um I suppose we we discussed that ad nauseum during the, the season previews. Yeah, it's
1: worth did, did LA Yeah, it's it's worth saying the that's these the Books' odds or the point spread will they'll sort of hover around the key numbers. So while it might be a closer game, you'll see a lot of spreads around three points for a field goal or seven for a touchdown. So it's it probably is it's not you know that big a gap, a three point gap between the two teams. It could be decided by a point or two. Yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be a high scoring opening game, it's going to get the this season off to a rip roaring start. But it's gonna be a, a coin toss. Both of them have got Absolutely. Yeah. Good defenses, offenses, good coaches, good quarterbacks. Yeah, the biggest factor might and be that Super Bowl ulti- hangover, maybe.
0: Absolutely. And, and look, ultimately for the for the Bills, you do kind of feel it's it's the season where they have to make the leap. Um I know they've been very unlucky. Um, in past playoff runs, but they do kind of have to make, at a minimum, AFC Championship game this year, this time around. I think it's just, they have to be all in on a Super Bowl running, um, for me.
1: Yeah, I can imagine the Rams being a bit slow, and Buffalo eager to, you know, to knock off that top-tier opponent in Week 1, following that Gutton loss, um, versus the Chiefs. Um, I think I would... I give the nod to, to Buffalo I, here, but um, it's a close one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Look, I suppose for the Irish, Irish viewer, um, it's 20 past one kickoff time um, Friday morning, Thursday evening. So it's going to be on Sky Sports. It will also, I suppose, probably be on Game Pass or any potentially illegal streaming services you may be.
1: Which we don't condone. We don't
0: condone, but we certainly don't be able rage you for utilising. But, uh, yeah, I suppose moving on to the early slate games on Sunday, which is, you know, first red zone of the season. There's a lot to like.
1: A lot Um, of good stories here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Probably not a great starting point then. Um, so New Orleans Saints await Atlanta Falcons. So that's obviously um, look two top picks in two thousand fifteen NFL draft and James Winston and Marcus Mariota. Yeah, um, that's uh, that's a good way to that's, frame it. That's something that's that's a yeah. story for you.
1: Um, <laughs> sadly, what we might be seeing in this game though be. is like New Orleans might be on the the cusp of breaking down. They're they're all in for and maybe uh, this year. They might be able to afford to do it for next year. And Atlanta is right at the beginning of the, the rebuild process. We've got a bridge quarterback, we've got some some good young, talented, um recent draft picks in Pitts and and um Drake London. So it mightn't be an exciting game to watch, but we'll get to see maybe the direction that the franchises are. Do
0: you know do you know what? And look the point spread. On this one is uh, New Orleans are 5.5-point five five point, five favourites. Mm-hmm. Um, So I think this is going to book the trend. And I think, I don't think the Falcons are going to win. But I've kind of chalked this down as a 1-point victory. Oh! As in, I think this okay. is... Okay. think this is going to be very tight. I think there's there's a lot of parity between these two sides. Um, And I think, what Jamie is he going to get? Are you going to get four touchdowns? Are you going to mm-hmm. get four interceptions? Are you going to get four touchdowns and four interception, Jamie Swinson? And that's that's where I stand in this game. I think it's 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 an intriguing one.
1: Um, yeah, it's it's a tough one. Um, it, I suppose New Orleans' biggest weakness is going to be potentially on that offensive line or offensive li- um or f- offensive line. Um. I'm trying to think of maybe some pass rushers that the Falcons might have that'll give them Grady Jarrett, maybe. Um, I think. See, I think New New Orleans are uh, pretty solid across the board. I'm. Um, I know it's a divisional game. It'll be close. I think New Orleans will win. I think I'd have them winning with a bit more of a margin than you. I'd actually pick them with the point spread. I think it. Yeah, oh, I think it could be a. Uh,
0: mm. I just, I just, I just think the most criminally underrated head coach in the game stepped aside this season, and I think that's
1: a huge factor yeah. for me. And look, that does give me pause. We don't know what how Dennis Allen will do this time around, and we don't know what Jameis is going to show up. Are we going to get thirty for thirty Jameis, or are we going to get week one last year when he threw five touchdowns and one hundred and forty yards? You know, the offense could carry Jameis. Um Yeah. yeah. And Kem-
0: Kamara's gonna be out as
1: well, obviously. I don't think so. I don't think there's any word on no? the suspension. The yeah, I think his hearing anything. was actually pushed back to late September. So there's unlikely anything to be um strange. I suppose another thing to, to keep strange. an eye on then is Marcus May. He was I think he had a DUI there a couple of months ago and then he was arrested for an aggravated assault just um in the last week or two, so that's another suspension Saints fans need to keep an eye on. But um yeah, I have the Saints here taking this one probably a bit handily Fair. for me. Fair.
0: Fair. Um Yeah, look I agree to disagree. I think we're both back in the Saints, but I think just yeah. it's the question is the point of difference. Um
1: moving on to all the storylines in Ohio.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't have the rundown in front of me. You're gonna to have to take the lead on this. Which game? Okay, really. so No, you're fine. Next up on the list of games to run through is obviously Cleveland, Carolina. Yeah, Cleveland and Carolina. Hmm. The books have this at a two and a half point spread uh, in favor of Carolina. I think I like Carolina here. I like. I've said it before I love their team on on paper. It's to see whether it's decimated by injuries early on and what Baker looks like. But I you couldn't really sell Cleveland to me here over Carolina and just a less than a field gold on the spread. Yeah, give me Carolina all day. Yeah. Um
0: Yeah, I think like obviously Nick Chubb is going to be instrumental in this game and yes it's going to be a heavy heavy ground game because it is Jacoby Brissett and no disrespect but I don't think he's of the calibre and this is quite harshly of Baker Mayfield and he's definitely not of the calibre of Deshaun Watson so obviously that's a huge loss is Myles Garrett going to have
1: <laughs> a bit of a day going after Baker Potential. Yeah, very potentially. Um, oh my god I think as well, particularly because um, Iki Iquanu he didn't exactly shine in the preseason again in uh, pass protection. So that's trial by fire for him. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah,
0: I just, I, I have a feeling that Caroline are going to win. They're at home. While Cleveland has a good run game, the better running back is, is, is still McCaffrey. Sure.
1: Yeah. And he could facilitate um, quick offloads as well. Um, exactly, and it's adds a pass run
0: game as well. Like he's a he's a pass option too as well. Whereas Nick Chubb is, he's an old school groundhog.
1: Yeah, grind it. Day. Yeah, but I just think it, more options for Carolina. I think so. Um, so given,
0: given maybe a two point win, I think it will be a tight
1: game. Um, yeah, I think. Oh, I, I would take Caroline at minus two and a half I think it could be a uh, a touchdown or so maybe I think so yeah yeah fair
0: yeah fair enough I suppose um, moving on um, and we didn't we didn't predict kind of a great season for them but it is obviously the 49ers in Chi-town. Um 49ers point spread is, is the seven point favourites um, I suppose let the Trey Lance era begin.
1: Yeah, well, with an asterisk that I think since we talked about them, Jimmy G is is he's waiting in the wings. Yeah, um, he's looking. You know, yeah, Trey straight Lance straight. is looking over his shoulder. I don't. I have they named. They've definitely named Trey Lance as a start, as have. the starter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: think like just looking at it on paper. It's a a fairly strong run game in Eli Mitchell mixed in with Debo Samuel. Um, That Bears run defense was kind of shaky at best last season. Um, How much of an improvement is Matt Iberflows going to get out of them? I don't know. And I think Justin Fields, as highly as I rate him, is going to struggle against that 49ers pass rush. Um, Obviously, Nick Bosa should be back. Uh, And it's just you're really testing a scrambling quarterback here um, I would be saying yeah that that 7 point spread is, is at a minimum for me yeah um, unfortunately for Bears fans I just think it's 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 more comment on how they've handled the off season um, I don't think they've given I don't think they've given fields the options we, we, we chatted through this like quite significantly during the previews it was like you've got to talent the quarterback now why aren't you backing him that's
1: yeah, close. no, uh, like this, the whole season for San Fran is now going to hinge on what uh, Trey Lance looks like. Um, I'm I wouldn't be too confident at least initially until we see what he is over the stretch of a, of a season. But I just I don't have the hope for Chicago. I think.
0: Yeah. No, I counted that that with. You already know you have a quarterback good enough to get you to an NFC Championship game. Yeah, and a Super Bowl in the last three seasons. So, is it really going to hinge on how good Trey Lance is? If he's okay still in the
1: franchise, maybe not this season, but the sea or the the franchise over the next couple of years. It's and a lot of people will argue. A lot of Definitely. people will argue the value of draft picks, but they sunk a lot of resources into drafting Trey Lance. Um, they want him to be, you know, the guy. So. It's, as you say, they've got Jimmy G. took them to the uh, championship game there. Maybe, if need be, he comes in and he gets them there again. But it's just, it's really for the state of the franchise over the next couple of years, I think. Yeah. Fair enough. I would um, take, yeah, I'm taking, yeah. I think I'd take San Fran here minus the seven.
0: Yeah. Now, look, what I would be saying is, and maybe it's a bit harsh, it's on red zone watch it that way Failing that maybe the 10 minute highlights on YouTube will sort you yeah. um, that's fair enough yeah 10 minute highlights yeah. on YouTube If or you, if, like, me rewatching watching this back in full um, but yeah look, let's park that one there and then I suppose moving on next it's an AFC North matchup it's Pittsburgh at I think earlier
1: on today the Steelers announced uh, announced Mitch Trubisky as the starter, for sure. So, that's what you're looking at, Mitch versus... Kenny, Kenny, Kenny Pickett is shaking <laughs> his tiny hands. In anger. Um, since he is... Now, these this point spread was before Mitch was announced. It'll be interesting to see if it's changed. I'll look it up now. But it, as of yesterday, it was six and a half point favorites. Uh, Cincinnati were... Um, I think I would lean towards Cincinnati probably having that sort of a margin over Pittsburgh um outside I don't know a couple of a couple of pieces on defense that are really good for Pittsburgh I think Cincinnati are the all-round better team
0: yeah no I'll tell you one thing though I do have a an interest in staff here interesting goes that. so this represents an opportunity for the Bengals to beat the Steelers for a sixth straight time. That hasn't happened since a six-game streak in the 1988-1990 season. And obviously, at that time, Cincinnati was not better. The quarterback at the time was Boomer So it's a bit of trivia for NFL fans. So I think, yeah, I'm, I'm back in uh, Cincinnati in this one. Um, I think it might be more than a 6.5. I think i kind of around 10 points. So I think that's there's money on that, money to be made. Yeah,
1: I think so too. I think um, Cincy will come out strong, similar to the uh, to Buffalo. I don't think, well, I know I probably said um, Joe Burrow might struggle here because of his, his ruptured appendix, and we'll see what he looks like. But I just think the talent in Cincy is better. Yeah, I'd take, I take Cincy minus six and a half there. Easier, easy money. Um,
0: moving over to Detroit. Um, so obviously Philadelphia at Detroit Lions. Philadelphia are four-point favourites for this. Um, the Lions, coincidentally, haven't won their home opener since 2017. I think this could potentially be the best opportunity for Dan Gamble, as much as it pains me to say. To get a second season off on the right foot here. Um, look, I think we've made some solid additions both sides of the ball. Um, I think Jalen Hurts and, a- and AJ Brown, if they hit the ground running, that could be a very strong uh, connection. But I think the victory for Philadelphia here will not be outside the points spread of red. Four points, I think. Oh, we'd be doing well again, Like, I don't know, maybe I'm biased because I've watched a bit of Hard Knocks this season and I think I like me some Dan Campbell Well,
1: wins. that's funny um, enough, you should say, because a couple of weeks ago, Philly were closer to a 10-point favourite and they narrowed to four despite adding CJ Gardner-Johnson and, you know, fill in one of their, their biggest weaknesses. And a lot of people could be a reflection of a poor off-season, a postseason, sorry, a preseason. Um, Well...
0: It does factor into the spread. It shouldn't. Should not. But
1: I, think I think that's at a lot of points to um to narrow. Uh, on the back of just a couple of preseason games, I think. I think yeah, because Detroit were the the team surrounding Hard Knocks. I think that's sort of fed into their narrative. I actually think there's value in Philly minus four here. I would have them as a okay as a six point favorite, just under a touchdown. Um, I would take Philly minus four here, all day. Man, boys, man, We'll review these um, next week. This could blow up, but nah, that's that's one of my that'd be one of my um, my flagship bets this week.
0: Oh, fair enough. Um, your man is getting all the uh, divisional matchups in week one, so you've got AFC North, you've also got AFC South um, with Indy's trip to Houston.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know how to dress this up for for Houston fans. Um, except I suppose that Indy haven't won a whole, uh, a season opener in oh, eight years, seven or eight years. So there's that, Houston. Um, It's really weird that they haven't, but um, Indianapolis minus eight points on the spread. I'd certainly take them. Oh, I don't know if I would. See, it's hard to do. You, do you follow these trends? Do you pay heed to them? I'm like, you always think this year will be the year that that trend is. Finishes ceases, but I don't know. Okay, there's a there's a lot in this, obviously. It's like it's gonna be
0: Matt Ryan's first game and he does. Star. I think eight points isn't an, is an incredible spread for a division matchup. I know
1: what the Texans are, and they're also open in the Lovey Smith era, so yeah. But Matt Ryan often starts season slow though, as well. Mm. Fair, I, I would. Um, I, just, I would take Houston plus eight, obviously. plus eight points to cover.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think, like I think, it, I think it's a, it. It reads a touchdown victory, like it, it yeah. reads a seven-point, six-point yeah. victory. Um, when I was doing my little previews up, obviously this wasn't your game, so I didn't write in, This was your game, so I didn't write <laughs> okay. that down. But I did, I, I did write down a little interesting stuff. Please enlighten us. So, I don't think this is going to be the game that this. Changes to the negative, but the Colts are eight and five as the away favorite on the Frank Reich. Okay, and I think that's an interesting enough star something to bear in mind as we progress through the season. Um, they don't do well when they're
1: the favorite away from home. Eight and five is, it's, it's not that terrible, but I if if I was a, a Houston fan and I heard that stat, I'd fancy my chances. Absolutely. Division matchup. You fancy chances in any division match. No matter how bad you go. Yeah. I think Indy got a lot of hype as the off-season went on. And Shaquille, formerly Darius Leonard, he's injured now. So I don't know what his status is going to be week one. You know, there was no sort of real flagship additions. Uh,
0: Effectively... The hype is surrounded by the fact that the roster is the same as but last season. Carson Wentz is out of there. But, you, but Carson Wentz is out there. But as much as we all love to knock Carson for this kind of hero ball, he offers a different dynamic that Matt Ryan doesn't offer. I know Matt Ryan is Matty Ice, yeah, Mr. Cool, Mr. Calm, Collect. But he's an aging Matt Ryan. Yeah. That wide receiving core isn't phenomenal. I like making Pittman Junior. But, but who else was there? I'd say that.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Johnny
0: Ta- Johnny Taylor's getting sixty carries a quarter. He'll have to. Um Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Great to have him. It'd be great to have him in your fantasy team, wouldn't it? It would great.
1: be very nice to those lucky few. Yeah.
0: Yeah, fair enough. If you can't tell it. Yeah. Um, um Fair enough. So next up, obviously an AFC East matchup, a classic. New England Patriots at Miami Dolphins. Dolphins are three-point favorites. Um, it's probably the even last season, Sands Brady. I feel like the Patriots still would have been favorites against the Dolphins. But look, Dolphins have like they've gone all in. Um, so it's a, it's it's a battle of two Alabama quarterbacks, obviously, in Tua and Mac um, facing off against each other. And um, but look, I think two, two has, the better, has the better receivers. Obviously, Ty, Tyreek and, and Jalen Waddell. And um, Mac Jones in the second year, statistically the best quarterback out of the last season's draft class. <sighs> I, I, I don't know. It's, it's Bill Belichick. Like I, I can see an upset here. Um, it's the Patriots against the Dolphins. Yeah,
1: I think. And again, this is one of those other spreads that i like miami minus three gimme give gimme give miami minus three i think yeah bill belichick what a, it's a great chip to have on the the Patriots side but they've got not much going else for them uh i'm gonna ignore their coordinator situation their offense in training camp in the preseason has not looked good um no. their defense pff, they lost malcolm butler there recently um it's not looking particularly strong. Like, Tua looked good in the preseason when he did play. Um, he linked up early with um, Tyreek in that last preseason game. I think there's a chance Miami blows New England out here.
0: You think yeah, I do.
1: Mm. <sniffs> fair, fair.
0: Um, I, I have the pages for the upset here. Oh, okay.
1: But um, well, we like predicting upset. And I've,
0: I've, I've got. I've got bulletin board material for for Bill, which is if he is listening, you never know. Pages have lost four of the last five in Miami. Mm.
1: Four
0: of the last five. This is five in a row. I
1: like that Bill. Yeah, Bill. I like that. I've got, I've got Miami, but I'm gonna go with the the yeah, safe, fair nice, enough. safe, toasty, warm bed, and you're gonna predict a cold, a cold upset, a risky upset.
0: Yeah. Look, to be fair, if you haven't, if you can't tell, five episodes in, I am a man for a bit of a wild take. Uh, and I only remember my good ones that come true. Uh, the terrible ones that don't come They true. never happened. Forget them. For, I think they did. Let's move um, on. Yeah, I suppose still to be confirmed, but scope for the Joe Flacco Revenge. Yeah.
1: Game. Uh, Baltimore. What a
0: story. Take the visit. They got him.
1: Yeah, what do you think? Well, first of all, Baltimore this time last year and this year, they should be two completely different looking teams. Not really in terms of personnel, but in terms of the personnel that were injured last year. They had no running backs. They probably lost a, a, a cornerback or two in this game last year. Baltimore seven point favorites. I don't know how. Like... At full strength, maybe Baltimore are are seven points better on average than the Jets. But with Joe Flacco, I don't like it. I don't like... I'd take Baltimore minus seven here. I don't think the Jets will be able to to hold up.
0: Absolutely not, no. Um, Did Chabba kind of the Jets off-season movements? They weren't great. Yeah. they got rid of James and Inquired as well, who I thought was a huge production man for them. Um, I'm not... I'm not... I'm, I'm feeling this could be a blowout. I think this could be a blowout.
1: Yeah. This is definitely a, a blowout candidate. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I think that... Unfortunately, gangrene fans, the less out of the Jets. <laughs> the
1: better, until we know what they are.
0: Um, but at this some time... I'm
1: not I don't think it can be too healthy or hopeful with Joe Flacco he's got a big arm on him but I don't know outside of that one really good Super Bowl year he's not been elite and he certainly isn't going to be elite now after spending years as backup as a backup or I don't know
0: he was elite in Baltimore with like a Hall of Fame defense and Ray Lewis Ned Reed as well as
1: yeah
0: You know, some fairly incredible talent in the wide receiver. Uh some underrated talent, definitely. And then of course you've got sorry, you've
1: got a too. John Harbaugh. I think I think he's one of the underrated coaches. You'll hear about talk about Pete mm. Carroll and Andy Reid and Bill Belichick. Um John Harbaugh. I think he falls through the cracks. I think he's a, such a good coach. I just I just think he's he's that bit younger. Yeah, he doesn't get he the the reverence.
0: I think his brother also takes a lot of sport, Yeah, but like oh, uh, Jim. his importance to the college game. But uh yeah, look I suppose next fixture Last fixture, I think, in the early slate of games, it's it's potentially one for a Philly fan to throw a side eye on. Mm. So it is both the Carson Wentz era begins in Washington and the Doug Pearson experience starts. Reunited, and um, reunited, and look, it's obviously still interesting enough as well because it's a divisional game, divisional rival. Um, I think it's going to be a tight game. Um, Commanders are given three point favorites. Uh, Cheong's not back for this game. Um, that's the one thing that makes me kind of that's eaten right. out a little bit. Is Trevor going to take the jump? I don't know. Uh, I give Washington. Slight edge in that it's still a home field advantage. But what Carson Wentz are you going to get?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be a close game too. So much so that this game is going to be my upset of the week. I think Jack's, uh, Jags will win here. I think Doug Peterson will come back. and. Yeah, I don't think um, we're going to see Trevor go from what he was last year to elite. I think we'll see him raise his bar... Respectably, he'll be in a, a good tier of quarterback. He won't be quite there. Um, yeah, Carson Wentz. I've seen him start week one, hot for the first half and fall apart. Who knows? He's a quarterback of two halves. Um. Sometimes those halves in the same game. Absolutely, more often than not. Um, yeah, I've got Jacksonville taking this one here. Um, as you say Chase Young on the PUP list mm, yeah I think I've got yeah. Doug and coming in here for a win
0: it would be interesting to see how Doug does outside of Philadelphia very interesting That's, yeah I so suppose moving to the the late of fixtures um the first one on the list is obviously the Brian Dayball era Kicks off in Tennessee.
1: Yeah. Kind of similar how I couldn't really dress it up for Chicago fans earlier on. This is going to be a tough tough sledding for um, Giants, I think. Now, Tennessee probably won't be the number one seed in the AFC. Probably. That's a bold prediction. Um, But I do still think they're substantially better than the Giants. Even with uh, Harold Landry. in his ACL last week Um, again New York struggled the salary cap all offseason, they could only bring in mediocre talent to to supplement the roster Um, I don't even think Brian Dable could really give a vote of confidence in Daniel Jones in the offseason, we saw Tyrod Taylor get substantial reps with the first team there uh, like, I don't really like the offense in, in New York at all. Like, Kenny Galladay coming off just an absolutely dreadful year. Best midway receiver in the game. Uh, unreal. That Like, I'm obviously as a Philly fan. I'm glad to see it happen. But that's one of the biggest drop off. I thought when he was going from Detroit to, to New York, he was going to be a problem. And he still may prove to be, but wow, what a year last year was for him. Saquon
0: who knows he... it's a prove it year for him it's a prove it year for him um, for definitely. Kenny
1: or um, for Saquon, uh, Saquon. Yeah. No, that, well he needs um, to prove he can we all seen stay the healthy that's
0: one of the prove it things as well but um, I just think this matchup is terrible for a Giants team you're looking at a side that's averaged 15 15.5 15.2 points uh, per game last season it's not good enough um, they're up against a tough Titans defense with a good coach, experience at this stage. Versus Brian Dayball's first game, Tennessee at home with a healthy Ryan Tannehill and a healthy Derek Henry. Like it's a five point five spread in favor of Tennessee is is ridiculous. I like.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I five point five is a weird spread. It's kind of halfway between the field goal and the touchdown. I would... Oh, I would be pouncing on that at, at uh, five and a half. I think Tennessee will win by a touchdown.
0: Yeah, I think they'll win by more, to be fair. If I'm being brutally honest, and
1: of our,
0: I suppose, divisional rivals, the Philadelphia Eagles fan, the Giants are the side I hate the least.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah for um, sure. That that's probably not um, or probably helped by how inept they've been for the last few years somewhat looking at a side he's won two two Super Bowls and stuff
0: in, in recent memory so look yeah I don't look, the Giants can they come and come and come um, yeah I suppose next up in the mid-afternoon slate the, the 9 9.25 kick-off I suppose for Irish fans very interesting fixture mainly because of what's going on for the home side this offseason. So it's Kansas City Chiefs at Arizona Cardinals. Kansas City Chiefs are 4.5 point favourites. Mm. Um, look, there's a lot of talking points. There's the Patrick Mahomes-Cliff King, Kingsbury connection. It's, a, it's an obvious narrative. Um,
1: and the focus
0: is obviously going to be on Kyler Because of all the headlines this offseason with the contract. Um, but the key thing is, is, is how are they going to fare without DeAndre Hopkins? And what's Mahomes gonna look like without Tyreek? We talked about during the kind of previews, and it was definitely my opinion. Not that it's correct around that, but there is a a feeling within myself that Kansas is gonna change how they play this season, and it's gonna be a more time in possession, not run heavy, but running is more. Yeah, less
1: splash plays. At least to begin the season. Less over the top, maybe until. That chemistry or, or the the sky more and the young lads develop. Yeah. Uh look, yeah, this game is yeah. it's sort yeah. of the highest projected points total of all the week one games. Um, Books think it's going to be fifty three and a half, so going to be high scoring. What's interesting enough as well is they'll give the game total, but they'll also give what the team total is going to be. Um, they think Kansas will will score thirty. Points and they think Arizona will score twenty three points, so that's a seven point difference. But yet, the point spread is four and a half. So I'm gonna take Kansas here. I think they're probably projecting a good bit of variance there between what Arizona is gonna look like. Um, yeah, I've got Kansas. Yeah. I still um... think until I see Kansas be bad, I'm gonna just. I just Patrick Mahomes. He could do anything. Um, I'm going to trust yeah. um, um, Patty and Big Red to get points on the board
0: yeah I, I, I obviously agree um, like Cliff Kingsbury look Arizona look great the first eight weeks it's the only reason I give this game tire. Um they look really great until the next call of duty comes out I think and then um, yeah. Kyler tends to go a bit missing but uh, yeah look I just yeah you You go with what you know, and and Andy Reid and and Patrick Mahomes are a better option than Kylo Murray and Cliff Kingsbury for me. Unfortunately, this broke.
1: I I would have been a more interesting game if D Hop was playing, and that's yeah. And this Hollywood Brown again. I don't think whatever legal proceedings are going to be sort of resolved by the time kickoff starts. Uh, So he looks like he'll be playing. Okay, it's good. The wheels of justice move slow. valid point um,
0: yeah so I suppose next up the fixture I had down for yourself was obviously the Raiders mm. Chargers fixture AFC West getting all the AFC yeah.
1: matchups oh, Derek Kerr versus Justin Herbie Herbie boy um, look mm. they're both good teams they both made big additions in the off season Um, obviously Las Vegas brought in DeAndre Hopkins um, or Devontae Adams I should say sorry Um, uh, the Chargers brought in well they brought in a few pieces but one thing to note is um, JC Jackson is actually injured shouldn't be playing this game even still the Chargers look to be the better team I'm like I know Derek Carr has improved year on year for the last couple of years and he's gotten up into has he cracked the top 10 some of the years? He probably has, actually. Last year, I think he might have been a top 10 quarterback. But, again, it's tough to see them knocking off the charges here. Like, Herbert's got the chemistry already with Keenan Allen, with Mike Williams. Austin Eckler is such a good tool to, to have. He can run, he can uh, he can catch. Um... The defense should be much improved. They brought in Khalil Mack. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Look, I I do have the Chargers winning this game. Their point spread is three points. I think I would take, I think I would take Las Vegas plus three. I think it's going to be close.
0: I'm predicting and upset for this as well. Um, and here's my reasons why. So I think I like the concept of Josh McDonald's. I think he adds a new flavour to this meeting. I think Derek Carr had a, had a connection with Devontae Adams before pro football. Mm. Always counts. Well, yeah, yeah we um, saw it with uh, a Burrow and
1: Jamar Chase. Darren
0: Waller is fit and healthy. I. I have a, have, a, have a wild theory that Darren Waller is going to usurp Travis Kelsey. Ooh. Uh Is one of the best tight ends in the competition. What a dude, though, as well. Like one field. of
1: the best stories, I think. Yeah.
0: And then the reason I'm picking this as an upset is the Raiders have split their last eight road meetings against the Chargers. And the Chargers were 5 and 4 at home last season. Chargers are the Chargers. And as much as I love Justin Herbert, they're gonna to have to prove to me they're not the Chargers, and that's probably a bit harsh. I touched this in the previews that they are—they're they, one of my most upsetting teams <laughs> in the NFL. I also think look, we're we're, we're missing a massive point here, and it's, it's a classic rematch for that wild wild game in Week 18 of last yeah last season. yeah, and, and that's gonna bring forth plenty of emotion.
1: Yeah. Right? So you've you're taking Las Vegas here to upset.
0: Yeah, okay. I think they're gonna upset. No, it's gonna be tight, but because like, because like to throw for points, it's not yeah in the bush. But I think I think people are underestimating that connection that Devontae Adams and Derek are had in college.
1: Yeah, fair enough. I'm not brave enough to predict the upset. I'm just taking that Las Vegas w- I told you with him the I points. A few no, that's that's very brave. There's this, by the way, much. is the the second. Highest points total over the weekend. So yeah, it could be... Mm. It could be a bit of a shootout. Who knows? Wild. Could be uh, interesting. Wild. Could be interesting. Perfect. Um, it's at this point
0: that I realise I messed up the schedule. So we're going to have America's Game of the Week. And then we're going to go back to the last 9.25 kickoff. So obviously America's Game of the Week... Sunday, um, it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Dallas Cowboys. Mm -hmm. Tampa Tampa Bay Buccaneers, by the smallest margins, are favorites for this at two points. Um, Favorites. The line did drop during the week a half point towards the Cowboys, um, mainly because they pushed the Buccaneers last year in week one in a 31 29 shootout. Tom Beatty retired, returned, disappeared for 11 days. And at 45 years of, of age, he's now back again.
1: A lot of um, questioning around his commitment to the game. A lot of people extrapolating that into yeah. thinking, oh, is he is he really in it?
0: I think once you retire, I think once, you retire once you think about retirement, you're retired. Uh, but then no one is Tom. And hmm. I think this is going to play out. I think it's going to be a bit of a shootout. I think the books are going to cover the spread. But not by much, and I think Tom Brady is going to show us even if it's my prediction Tom Brady's season, and it's, it's 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 what it's going to be like the last season of Brett Favre. The first four or five games are phenomenal, and then he falls off the cliff because he has to fall off the cliff. <laughs> 45 years of age, he just <laughs> has to fall off. I the think cliff. people it have been saying that for season. so long.
1: I know, I, I know, yeah, I know he but, has to, but
0: like he's five years away from a half century come on like it has to <laughs> I'm, not,
1: um, I'm not hitching myself to that uh, to that take I can't no but I think he'll start hot
0: I think he's enough notice board material now built for the first five games of the season yeah. I think then he's going to drop off now saying that I personally do not think this is a America's game of the week But staying up for the Irish sports fan um, no I'll walk on Monday morning um, I just think there's going to be better ones um, but yeah look I think I think it'll be a shooter I don't think there's going to be an awful lot of defence played but the Bucs have a few injuries I think
1: yeah I mean like the big knock on the Bucs apart from the the Tom Brady drama is is their offensive line with Ryan Jensen going down and there's been reshifting particularly the interior of their offensive line the same could be said for Dallas um uh, Tyler Smith uh, who played at right or left guard all preseason is now moving to left tackle to, to replace Tyron Smith um they they're, they're the Cowboys are adamant that he's going to be the left tackle but anyway Jason Peters is now on the the practice squad which is weird um but see Dallas have just lost the talent everywhere else as well whether it's receiver and a Mary Cooper mm. or uh, pass rush with Randy Gregory or offensive line with um, oh, several of their their last year's <laughs> alumni. I can't think of the name Connor. Anyway, um, I let's go, with Dave. Uh, yeah, yeah, I. Yeah, Kill you now when this goes out there. I, I flip flop um, between this. I had probably I think I had Dallas when I was um when we were doing the NFC East last week. Uh to be honest it doesn't really matter i it's a coin flip for me it could be either i suppose if i had to stamp my my name on one side i think Dallas will win this
0: fair i'm 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 back in town cuz i've never backed okay <laughs> and i just i just think there's enough negative media out there
1: that he's going to be like Do you know what yours worse yeah, the third um, to- highest total yes. of all the the week 1 games is go- as well so it could be another high scorer defense is
0: optional yeah I suppose the the final game in the mid-afternoon slate obviously is our first NFC North matchup this weekend so Green Bay make the trip to Minnesota Mm. yep tough one to pick this one tough one to pick
1: yeah which is as indicated by the point spread Green Bay are only a point and a half favourites it's a tough one. What do you do you choose the back to back MVP with a depleted wide receiver core? Or do you choose um probably the maybe it is the best wide receiver duo, or it's certainly maybe a top five wide receiver duo. Um Kirk Cousins is he can he can pass the ball pretty good. Um one of the best running backs on paper, it's such a good offense. Packers have on paper such a good defense and then yeah what does the Packers offense look like and what does the Vikings defense look like sans Mike Zimmer it's a tough one yeah
0: it's a difficult debut for Kevin O'Connell. I'll tell you that much simply because it's just it's well it's Aaron Rodgers Um, but it's not a side that you'll have a lot of tape on because there's so many unproven receivers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it's just I think it's so hard to predict because Aaron Rodgers was slating his own young receivers during the preseason. Yeah, but he was high in ayahuasca. <laughs> it's true anyway. as well. Yeah. Um look. Yeah. Gun to your head, who are you choosing? Look, you're probably gonna back Rogers,
0: but don't forget, last year, week one, it was an absolute disaster. And the Packers are two and four in the last six trips to Minnesota. So, yeah. I think the key issue for me, right? And I'll make it a bit easier for you. And I'm going to say, I'm going to back the Packers. And the reason I'm backing the Packers is it's Kevin O'Connell's first game. That's the only logic or merit I have in this. And it's up against, say what you want about him. Has he produced the rings? No. Is technically one of the best quarterbacks. He, he's, him and Dan Marino. I know Rodgers obviously has the ring, but in terms of talent and and what they can do, he's one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, talking about here.
1: That's fair so, enough. um I'll go the other way. I'm gonna predict an upset. Not that it's that yeah. bold because the point spread is so close, but I think Minnesota might take this. I'm gonna bring in those intangibles here and say, maybe the chemistry isn't there with. Um, Aaron Rodgers and Romeo Dubs and Christian Watson. I think maybe just the continuity on Minnesota's offense, mixed with bringing in an offensive-minded coach. Yeah, I think maybe Minnesota won't even need to worry about their their defense. And Fair. yeah, they'll probably just look to try and power past that defense of of uh, Green Bay's. Give me the Minnesota plus one
0: point five. Fair,
1: fair. You yeah, know that's that's
0: it's all it's all good. Uh, I'm in agreement, even though I'm backing Green back. Um, right. And to round it out, if I, if you if you're going to heed my warning not to stay up for America's game of the week on Sunday, <laughs> please don't stay up on Monday. What night. are you talking about? Um,
1: this is a, this is Russell it's Wilson. A, it's a it's a ge-
0: <laughs> It's a game that should be a storyline. Oh, yeah. It's not a storyline because Seattle is. Blowing it up. Um, Denver Broncos are only six point five favorites. So, I mean, yeah. Um. Let's leave it there. Uh, so, look, the Broncos obviously are very, very talented young uh, roster, and the Seahawks have a, I suppose, a tenuous quarterback situation. Is probably how the fishing warning. Mm-hmm. Oh well. Um,
1: Pete Carroll thinks he's last plus two season quarterback ones in Drew Locke and Geno he's um, um, yeah, he, got plenty of riches
0: maybe, maybe two quarterbacks <laughs> yeah. 1.5 uh, yeah look I think that Seattle past defence ranked 31st last season um, it's arguably gotten weaker and they're arguably going up against look is he the greatest quarterback in the league no is he top tier yeah yeah um, even if he probably passed his, his his best. He's taking his mobility out of it I think. Yeah he's a smaller size well, quarterback.
1: Denver mightn't think so. They just signed Russell Wilson to a what was it? A oh, five man. year and I get this. I get Two four five million. You signed
0: you're largely unfortunately signed predominantly you're signed in what you've done not what you can do. Um,
1: yeah.
0: And that's how predictions and future analysis work. But look I still think he's good enough um with that talent against the thirty first ranked pass defence oh, last
1: season. Yeah. I'm not gonna I push back on you there. If you're
0: not if you're not taking the Broncos at a six and a half point spread, are you even like putting a bet on? Because it's easy money. Um I'd be saying it's a minimum. If the Broncos opened up ten point favorites, I wouldn't be against it.
1: Yeah, Shock look, I'm shocks. higher probably yeah. overall. If you want to look at, um, say, Baltimore at the New York Jets, that's a seven-point favorite. Um, And Denver mm. at, Seahull, uh, at Seattle is a six and a half, as you say. I think Denver, they could be as good or maybe a little bit better than Baltimore, maybe. Um, But I think mm-hmm. the Jets are probably a decent bit better than Seattle. I think, mm. yeah. I think this uh, spread should be minus seven, at least. Probably closer to minus ten. Probably getting up to a double-digit spread, perhaps. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. like I've seen a lot of media that are mm-hmm. they think Seattle is going to be this middling team, might be able to get the six wins. I don't know what we predicted when we were going through the previews, but it was no, four. I'm, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I think
0: they're one of the worst teams yeah.
1: to come. Um,
0: like they've also lost RB1 let's not forget yeah yeah There's Carson, who's been medically retired Uh, like
1: I just don't see where the star talent or where the player yeah look obviously on. we're not forgetting that they have DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett like a really enviable wide receiver room but who's throwing it like Joe Lock
0: just remember, Drew Lock looked like Drew Lock with that Denver Broncos roster last night. Yeah, he was usurped by Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy B is a good quarterback in patches, but a QB money. Well,
1: is. yeah, I think I think Geno Smith yeah, might get a lot of run though, that, yeah. and he might do okay. But yeah, he's just not got enough. Like you can't just have wide receivers to win the game. You need to. You need to have. You need to be able to hold on to leads with some Have sort of. Problem with wide receivers is someone has to get the ball. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. I just think they've lost an awful lot of defensive talent as well. So look, I just, yeah. Look, it's not. It's not a good situation in Seattle. Um. We talked about potentially being P Cards last season. Um. It's the only reason they're not gone in full Nuke mode. Um. But yeah. It is what it is.
1: Seattle fans, and I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. actually no I'm not sorry yet I've always I've had a whole held a grudge actually no it's not it's not Seattle again I think I mentioned it before it's Jadevian Clowney spear tackling Carson Wentz in the back of the head in that uh, playoff game no I've no grudge towards Seattle
0: I kind of tend to kind of can, tend to let it slide when it's a player who's there for a season <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's I not but, uh, <laughs> I like holding on grudges See this fella. That's like that's like holding a, a a grudge against the Rams for something Von Miller did in those six games. It's like no, he's, he's yeah. yeah.
1: Ah, look, I've gotten no um, over. I've gotten no over Kirsten Wentz. I clearly, yeah, clearly. The all or nothing definitely makes it worse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, look, I suppose, I suppose it was it was a
1: bit quicker than I thought.
0: Um, but we'll be back next I'm week. Afraid um, if, we'll I'm afraid we'll review all the games. Of Next
1: week's going to be like like I know we're uh, a bit just under an hour. But we're gonna to have to recap all the games next week as well as as preview
0: yeah no, we'll, we'll figure it out um it might be it's probably gonna be a quicker preview Yeah, it might Just be a minute um, for each game yeah look, we'll, we'll see don't give don't let the chocolates out of the bag uh't yeah. yet have to keep them on their toes um but look yeah, look inevitably there's going to be some games we can race through um, from week one but yeah, look, we're excited. It's we're, we're four sleeps away, three sleeps away. That's it. Football's back, so football's back, baby. Get the pumpkin spice latte, and it's on. Yeah. So that's
1: all from that's me. That's all from me. Thank you. Goodbye. Good night. We better put some people in the end zone, right, Joe? That's exactly right. I mean, Get there's nobody then. inside the 10. Get back, guys. Here it is. The season's on the line. Two receivers left and right. McCown takes the snap. He steps up. He's all by himself. Fires into the end zone. Touch. Touchdown. No. No. The Cardinals have knocked the Vikings out of the place.